Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time you're tuning in, welcome. I'm Pastor Radio Valverde for Concafe, an online devotional, hoping to bless you and to bless your life, to bless your walk with the Lord and help you become the person that you know God wants you to be. I want to say a special hello to some fellow Lon Morris alums that I know at least read Concafe, and I know one or two listen to Concafe, and I wanted to say hi to all LMC Go Bearcats, a school that lives on in our minds and hearts and spirits, and thankful for the experience of having been there. And so I say hello to Jerry and Kay Morton. Uh, from my years there at Lon Morris, Jerry was our RA resident, resident assistant. Kay became his girlfriend, later his wife. They've been married, gosh, many years now. And Rhoda Alvarez listens to me as she drives to work. And so I pray blessings on her life and uh, her faithfulness to Concafe. Rhoda was in my very first youth group as a professional <laughs> professional youth director. I actually got paid for working uh, at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church in Houston back in the summer of the bicentennial, summer of 76. And what an experience that was. What a blessing. And it is to know Rhoda and uh, to know Jerry and Kane, to know most of you that, that uh, uh, I've met in person and have either pastored alongside you or have been your pastor, and I thank God for you, and I pray this blesses you today. We're looking at Acts chapter 4, verses 32 to 35, in the message version of the Bible. The devotional is called All Things in Common. Hear now the word of God. The whole congregation of believers was united as one, one heart, one mind. They didn't even claim ownership of their possessions. No one said, that's mine, you can't have it. They shared everything. The apostles gave powerful witness to the resurrection of the Master Jesus, and grace was on all of them. And so it turned out that not a person among them was needy. Those who owned fields or houses sold them and, bought, and brought the price of the sale to the apostles and made an offering of it. The apostles then distributed according to each person's need. This is the wonderful word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, a wonderful Wednesday be yours, dear Concafe family, and may new doors and windows open to you, dear friend, in which you can serve the risen Savior. May our prayer time be filled with blessings for all who are on our prayer list, as well as blessings for us and our needs. As I read this passage, it struck me that the Christian way of life is way different from what the world teaches and expects. Hear that again. The Christian way of life is way different from what the world teaches and expects. And it's gotten so blurred lately that what was once forbidden and considered sinful is now tolerated and sometimes celebrated. And to talk about sin upsets some people. It really does. Last couple of days, uh, some people have made it known they don't like to hear about sin. But friends, you know, I never said yes to God to serve him as a people pleaser. I said yes to him to be a God pleaser and a God preacher. And I seek to honor and glorify him and to serve his people in ways that can draw them closer to him. 
I don't seek to make you comfortable. I seek to challenge the comfort in your life if that's what's holding you back from being the person that God wants you to be. And so friends, let's march on hearing what I believe God wants to hear from our lips and see in our actions. Now, if you think about it, among the first words a baby learns, usually no is the number one word or the first word that a baby knows or learns. A second close word is the word mine. Babies are born with an innate sense to protect what is theirs and do all they can to prevent others from taking possessions or even people away from them. I'll never forget that our first grandbaby, when she was still a baby in our arms, was with us at a Christmas event in San Marcos, Texas, when we saw a newborn baby uh, that belonged to our church secretary. We went over to greet them, and Nellie asked if she could carry her baby, and our baby just glared at Grandma holding a baby that was not her. <laughs> I'll never forget the stares. It made us all chuckle because Sarita was really giving Grandma the nth degree with the stares and glare she was throwing at Grandma. It took a few hours to finally allow Grandma to touch and or carry her. She made herself clear, Grandma, other babies are not to be carried by you, just me, and she couldn't even talk yet. <laughs> Same was true for the rest of our grandbabies, especially when it came to the only high chair we own in our house. At mealtime, uh, the previous, quote, owner of the chair will usually make clear that she or he is the only one allowed to sit in it. But even though they may not fit in that chair any longer, it is theirs. Now, the reality is, dear friends, some babies outgrow it. Some babies stay babies and spoiled ones at that, never maturing and never growing beyond claiming all things as theirs. So to see that the resurrection faith in this passage, in that group, in that early church, is now growing and glowing, it is awesome to read these new believers in the risen Christ were now truly united as one, with one heart and one mind. As this version said, they didn't even claim ownership of their own possessions. No one said, that's mine, you can't have it. They shared everything. In so doing, I'm quoting again, the apostles gave powerful witness to the resurrection of the master Jesus and grace was on all of them. They basically wiped out poverty among them. Think about that. They basically wiped out poverty among them. Hunger was gone, as was homelessness. All physical and spiritual needs were eradicated. Everyone who believed belonged, and to those who belonged, they were truly and fully blessed. So, my dear friend, where are you in this journey? Has the power of Easter helped you to mature and outgrow the old nature that may have held you back from truly blessing others? I thank God that in my years of pastoring, I've seen tremendous changes come over people and their perspectives on life and on things of life that dramatically change. They no longer want to have sin in their lives or to be sinful people. They love more, they share more, and they give more. They go the second mile in all things. And speaking of second mile, that comes from the Roman law that said Roman soldiers had the authority and power to demand a civilian, usually the Jews, carry their packs and other heavy equipment for one mile. That was the law. The invitation, close quotes, was for them to tap you on the back with a flat spot the flat part of their spear. If you refused, the sharp end would find your heart and you would be killed for refusing. 
Thus Jesus' teaching on going the second mile. I have to share with you a show that I've discovered that surely paints a, a vivid picture of actual life in that era of Jesus called The Chosen. And it is about Jesus. It's found on an app that you can download onto your smartphone or tablet and view it there. Or if you know how to cast, you can cast that onto your television and watch it there. Some TVs also have ways to download apps. And this app is called The Chosen, C-H-O-S-E-N. It caught my attention and I've only seen the first two episodes and I've, I have to say I'm hooked. I've learned a lot about customs, dress, the hidden agendas among some soldiers and Jewish religious leaders. I recommend it. The show is filmed in Texas and it offers a unique way to pay for it, nam namely a method called pay it forward. You can choose to pay for each episode and that allows someone else to watch it for free. Or if you don't have the money, you can watch each episode free thanks to someone who has paid it forward for you. Interesting how that goes with the lesson of this passage. It's called The Chosen. It is about Jesus. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. The very first scene, we meet Nicodemus. Remember Nick at night and uh, what he's up to. And I won't give any more other than that. Friends, a shared life is a blessed life. A blessed life is the best life one could hope to enjoy here on the earth. Jesus taught us the way, but it's up to us to accept it and employ it. A shared life is also a witnessing life. That first church we read about in today's passage grew and grew because they learned to rise above what the world teaches and expects. Have you? Let's pray. Loving Father, thank you for this dear and faithful reader. May she or he be blessed today in unexpected ways. May they draw closer to you and to others around them in ways that bless your kingdom. Accept our prayer of faith that we lift up in Christ Jesus' precious and powerful name. Amen. Dear, dear, dear listener, thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. I challenge you to live a life sharing life today. Don't hold back. Give. Receive my blessings of joy and peace. I'm Pastor Adi Weatherman. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.